Welcome to the Hello Someday podcast, the podcast for busy women who are ready to drink less and live more. I'm Casey McGuire-Davidson, ex-red wine girl turned life coach, helping women create lives they love without alcohol. But it wasn't that long ago that I was anxious, overwhelmed, and drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. I thought that wine was the glue holding my life together, helping me cope with my kids, my stressful job, and my busy life. I didn't realize that my love affair with drinking was making me more anxious and less able to manage my responsibilities. In this podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz, how to sit with your emotions when you're lonely or angry, frustrated or overwhelmed, how to self-soothe without a drink, and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. I am so glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hey there. I've got some big news for you that I have been not so patiently waiting to tell you about. After six months away, my super popular completely free masterclass is back and it's better than ever. I've been working on it for months. So if you have been struggling to get sober momentum, please go to hellosomedaycoaching.com forward slash class. You can sign up for my free training, Five Secrets to Taking a Break from Drinking, even if you've tried and failed in the past. In this 60-minute masterclass, I am going to share with you all the things you need to stop doing because they're setting you up for self-sabotage and what you need to start doing instead. I am giving you the steps and the mindset shifts that I go through every day with my private coaching clients, and it is completely free. So if you are sober curious, if you've been thinking about taking a break from alcohol, this class is going to set you up for success. I promise you it is worth your time. So hit pause on this episode, go to hellosomedaycoaching.com forward slash class and save your seat. Hi there. I am really excited for this episode because we are going to be talking about all the best non-alcoholic beverages. And I know that as we go into holidays and any holidays, but we're about to go into Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, all the things. And they're usually really big drinking occasions with families and a lot of triggers and you're used to drinking and you want to celebrate. So I am bringing on the best guest. Laura Silverman is here from Zero Proof Nation, and she is a curator. She she knows all the best non-alcoholic beverages. She's got a website that talks about all of them. And I am just really here to pick her brain to be like, all right, what do we drink I know I have my favorites, but like when I'm talking to my clients and the women I work with, they are constantly texting me pictures of what they're drinking on a Friday night. Like, have you tried this or have you tried that? And I have not tried everything. So I I absolutely wanted to put together a resource of what's out there. So to tell you a little bit about Laura, 
She's the founder of Booze Free in DC, a wellness travel site, and Zero Proof Nation, which is a community celebrating non-alcoholic beverages and the people who create them and drink them. Laura is passionate about the hashtag sober life, and when not tasting delicious new booze-free bevs, she's a karaoke rock star, a roller derby girl, a nature lover, a mental health advocate, and treasures spending time with her close friends and family. So Laura, I love what you do, and I'm really excited you're here. Thank you so much, Casey. What an introduction. It's almost like I wrote it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So nice to be here. Oh, no, I'm excited. And I reached out to you because I know that for so many of us who have been drinkers, a big part of our lives, when we stop drinking, we're like sort of not sure what to do with ourselves. And sometimes you go to like parties and people are like, I don't know, we have cranberry and soda and there is so much else (laughs) out there. Right. And I know I quit drinking in 2016, your choices for NA beer were like O'Doul's and Beck's and like, they sucked. No offense. Yeah. No offense. that, that (laughs) That was just my opinion. But like now in the last five, six years, there's just this explosion of amazing, non-alcoholic drinks that I absolutely love. So tell me about Zero Proof Nation and how you kind of came up with it and what you do there. So you mentioned that I've been a hashtag booze-free babe since 2007. And if you thought there was nothing in 2016, imagine what it was like in 2007. There was like nothing. Although I wasn't really looking for alternatives to beer and wine when I was just starting out because a lot of people these days who are finding themselves drinking more non-alcoholic beverages may call themselves gray area drinkers or may have embarked on a sober curious journey where they're just evaluating or whether they have room in their lives for for alcohol if it's still serving them and you know a, a lot of the work that you do but for me I was an all or nothing drinker I was a binge drinker I didn't drink every day but when I did drink it was no holds barred and I got myself into a lot of pretty bad situations in a very short amount of time. I only drank for six years. And the context of all of this is important because there's a reason why I started Zero Proof Nation. There's a reason why I started Booze Free in DC and it's deeply personal. So like I said, I was was a binge drinker for six years. And by the last year and a half of my drinking, I was hospitalized for alcohol poisoning twice. Oh my gosh. One at age 22 and, and one at age 24. And... I couldn't imagine drinking again. And I couldn't imagine never drinking again. It was like this just paradox of like, how am I going to survive my twenties and be social and go to parties and date and all of that without alcohol. But the other side of me was like, I'm not going to survive if I continue. I can't, I can't go on. So I sought professional help and I fully quit drinking. I got sober in July of 2007. And it's been, you know, it's been quite the journey since. But what I love about nowadays is that there is this sort of more fluid continuum, the sobriety spectrum, you could not drink for tonight, you could not drink for a month, like we're, we're, you know, as we record, we're rounding out sober October. Um, and then there's th- this other opportunity that people can do in, in January for dry January, but they can they can do any month dry if they want to, but there are just so many more opportunities that are leading people to 
to try non-alcoholic beverages and to see how they can add to their life and to just benefit their lives. Yeah. Whereas, you know, with me, it was, it was, it was a different story and I wasn't comfortable with the idea of non-alcoholic beer or wine for, for quite some time. So I think it was kind of a perfect storm of getting older, getting more mature in my sobriety and witnessing sort of this massive growth of this non-alcoholic beverage movement all at the same time. And so I was ready to start trying these beverages right around the time that they started to like, just come at me one, one after the other. I mean, it's like, boom, boom, boom. The pandemic, one of the few silver linings is that people have been really more vocal about talking about mental health and talking about relationships with alcohol. And at the same time, there've been like hundreds of non-alcoholic beverage brands that have just been birthed in this time. And so your original question was why, or how did I start Zero Proof Nation and, and Booze Free in DC and, or why? Uh, and and both, of, both of the answers are that I wanted to create something for others that I needed for myself, which is how a lot of things get started in the world. Uh, people want to find a solution for themselves and, and ultimately, you know, have it benefit others too. And I just, I saw that there was this opportunity, you know, this industry was just exploding, like you said, and I was becoming more and more interested in it. And as someone who doesn't drink alcohol at all, I was like, well, this is kind of really freaking awesome. And, um, part of what I did with my last blog was to highlight, to spotlight people who were doing cool things in, um, sort of the sobriety and alt recovery movements. Um, and I wanted to do the same with, with the zero proof movement. So I started zero proof nation as an Instagram feed where I sort of alternated between non-alcoholic beverage founders and shared their whys and shared why it was important to have these options, even if they themselves drank and also showcase really cool people in the movement who might've opened a booze free bar or a non-alcoholic bottle shop or are just doing things that are elevating the conversation around all of this. And because I live in the DC area, sort of on a more hyper-local perspective, I wanted to, to really, again, create a resource for people who were either traveling to DC or for locals. It's mostly for locals because COVID kind of stopped travel for, for most people. But I just wanted to to have something for people who wanted to explore from a wellness and booze-free perspective and show where they can purchase local beverage brands, show where they can get zero proof cocktails, maybe like highlight some of the nature getaways around. And when I say all that, it just, it sounds like a lot, but it's been a process. It definitely didn't happen overnight. I'll tell you that. And there've been many iterations of all of the things. Yeah. But it's just, I I get jazzed by it. I love it. And I want to inspire other people and to show that you can absolutely have an amazing life and a fantastic night, whatever it is that you know you want without alcohol, because you're not giving up the ritual. You're not giving up the flavor, anything. You're giving up a hangover. Like who wants yeah. one? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I don't know about you, but I cannot believe how fast this year is flying by. We're all busy. But one of the most important things you can do to make sure you're on the right path is to carve out some time to celebrate your victories and to notice what you've wanted to change but haven't been able to yet. 
Whether you're navigating sobriety, setting boundaries, or striving to be the best version of yourself, therapy can be a game changer. Therapy is for anyone looking for growth and support. And if you're considering it, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's convenient, it's flexible, and it's entirely online. So take a moment for yourself and visit betterhelp.com forward slash someday to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash someday. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, what's interesting in my podcast actually coming out the week we're recording this. So it'll be a couple of weeks ago. I actually interviewed the founder of athletic brewing company, Bill Schufelt. And so such a fangirl. I'm oh my God. I, I can't stop buying it. <laughs> I know it literally is my favorite and it's the favorite of a lot of women I talk to and work with because it tastes really good. And part of our conversation was, you know, he quit drinking eight years ago and was a foodie, loved going out and he would go out to dinner and, you know, he'd be like, oh, great. What do you have non-alcoholic? And it would be like the kind of crap years or um, Diet Coke or something like he said, he felt like he was getting the kids menu. And what he was saying was that when he started Athletic Brewing Company, and by the way, if anyone wants to try it, you can use a code and get 20% off on their website. KCD20, because I'm an ambassador. I know. And I I did it just because I truly love them and I wanted to be in the ambassador community and like connect with all those badass people. But he said that the non-alcoholic market in the US when he started Athletic Brewing Company had not had a new entrant in 25 years. O'Doul's was the first one previously. And It was just nobody thought there was a market for it, despite the fact there are all these people who don't drink, who either just don't drink a lot or who quit drinking like I completely don't drink like you. It was like all or nothing for me. And, you know, but still love to be social, still love to go out. I've gone to to clubs and live music and they have a non-alcoholic drink selection now. And he wanted to create this like, culture and community around non-alcoholic beer that sort of took the stigma out of it, right? So you could just be like, no, dude, you got to try this. This is really cool. In the same way that some people now are like, dude, have you tried kombucha? You know, I'm not a kombucha girl at all, but like people who like it think it's really cool. Yeah, I I like it, but I love NA beer and I never was a beer drinker. I mean, I would drink it if it was what was offered to me. And um, I certainly wouldn't buy it because to me it was gross, but I'm such a fan of probably because I wasn't drinking craft beer um, because I wanted whatever was cheapest and would get me drunk the fastest, Uh, which obviously isn't healthy. And that's why I got sober. Um, (laughs) I I went to college in Maine and we had a lot of keg parties with like Pabst Blue Ribbon, like PBR. That was what PBR for sure. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't even. Yeah. It tastes like watery shit. And then you just, your goal was to sort of black out. And I I did, I did a lot of keg stands in my day. I got pretty good at them. Could drink a lot of the guys under the table, but I was the one, you know, getting the blackout. So no fun. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that in, in terms of NA beer, the athletic was the first to come 
in 25 years. Like there hadn't been anyone in that amount of time. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, and I remember when they started, they had two beers. They had Run Wild and Upside Dawn. Yeah. And now it's like they come out with a new one every single week. I can't. Yeah, and those two are my favorite. But you know, what's amazing too is, and he was talking about this, he was a finance guy. And there, by the way, we're going to talk about all the other options. There yeah, are. I love so many, trust wine me. Wine <laughs> and beer and spirits and all the good options. But he said in Europe, like in Germany, non-alcoholic beer is 15% of the market. And it, yeah. I went to Amsterdam and there was any beer, really good beer at every restaurant, at people's houses, even if they drink alcohol, even if they hadn't stopped just because they're like, yeah, sometimes you want the taste, but you don't want to like get all tired and groggy. And I'm like, who the fuck does um, this? Right? Like, yeah. yes, it's yeah. like, you drink or you don't drink, but that's yeah. really changing. It really is. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. It's just, I think it's just a really exciting time for anyone who's not drinking, whether it's for the night or for a month or the rest of their lives. And of course, it's up to every single individual to decide if they want to drink non-alcoholic beverages. Yes. Many have 0.5% ABV, alcohol by volume, um, which is really kind of not enough to, I mean, if you think about it, a slice of bread or a banana has about the same amount of alcohol because they're just naturally fermented foods. And definitely if you like yogurt and kimchi, I mean, you know, there's fermentation in and that. Kombucha so too, right? There's kombucha, yeah, as well. So it's, and again, up to every, every single person. And I had someone write to me, I rarely get quote unquote fan mail or hate mail or any mail, um, <laughs> but I had someone write to me saying, basically saying that they had relapsed after drinking non-alcoholic beverages. And it was kind of a heated email. And for, first of all, it wasn't my fault, <laughs> but um, I, I really tried to open my mind and, and say, you know, terribly sorry that this happened to them. And, you know, it can be that way for some people, but for so many other people, it's, it's a great alternative. And, it, and so I did add a, a little disclaimer at the bottom of my, of my homepage saying, you know, drinking non-alcoholic beverages, they classify by the FDA as 0.5% ABV or less, and it's everyone's individual choice. Yeah. And so for some people, I mean, I'm, I'm not a 12 step person. I did go. Neither am I. I am not. No, 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 not at all. There's a saying in there that like non-alcoholic beer is for non-alcoholics. And I also don't use the word yeah, alcoholic to describe I, myself. I used to, I used to because I was forced to go to AA and that yeah. was part of my story. Um, my, I went to an intensive outpatient program through my health insurance. So you can imagine it wasn't super glamorous, yeah. but it certainly did the trick. At the time in 2007, there were no other options other than AA. Yeah. Um, smart recovery did exist, but was not really well known. And I didn't know it existed. And there wasn't any sort of recovery online. There wasn't Tempest or She Recovers or Monument or any anything. Yeah. So it was yeah. either, honestly, it was like AA or the highway. And I went because it was the only option there. Yeah. I continued to go for a couple of years because I wanted the community. I wanted to be around others who had similar stories as I did, but I, I very quickly found that it wasn't for me and no one was talking about what if AA doesn't feel like a good fit? What if it's not right now? I'm not a hater. I'm not a basher. I know it works for millions of people, but for just as many, if not more millions of people, it doesn't work for them. And not everyone who doesn't drink 
is someone who had a problem with alcohol. I mean, there are a multitude of reasons why you wouldn't drink, whether it's dry January or training for a marathon or medical reasons, religious reasons, pregnancy, whatever. So, you know, it took me, I'll be honest with you, Casey, it took me 11 years of sobriety before I tried non-alcoholic wine or beer, Mm -hmm. but that's also because there really wasn't much around either. And, uh, like I said before, it just kind of was the perfect storm of me being more comfortable in my sobriety, me being more comfortable um, in just growing older and the industry exploding all around the same time. And yeah, I realized yeah. that like I was worried about wine, to be honest. And I do drink non-alcoholic wine quite often now with a glass with dinner and it feels very sophisticated and it's a beautiful taste, but it's you know, obviously none of the yeah. None of the bad things, none of the consequences. And I was a, a wino. I mean, I was, I was bad. I was really worried that drinking non-alcoholic wine would somehow trigger me to drinking regular wine. But what I realized is that I was, I'm drinking non-alcoholic beverages the way I romanticized drinking alcohol. Like it would be so nice to have a glass of wine with dinner or go out to a happy hour with friends and have a margarita and, you know, guacamole and chips or whatever. But that's not how I drank alcohol. I drank a lot. I drank cheaply. I drank in in large quantities and I drank to get drunk. And so I realized that having a glass of non-alcoholic wine or an NA beer, you know, on a hot summer day or like whatever, wasn't going to send me over the edge because turns out I'm actually enjoying the taste. I'm enjoying the ritual and I don't have to worry about any of the consequences other than like having a couple of, of NA beers and, you know, adding a few more calories to my, to my day. I think that's awesome. And what I would say is if it is triggering to you, proceed carefully, right? Right. It's not the beverage, the taste, the container that is the issue for most of it. It's the actual alcohol. That is what is addictive. And Mm -hmm. for some people, you know, women that I work with, they say that coming home when they would normally have a beer or a glass of wine, opening an NA beer does the trick. It like tricks yeah. your brain. It signifies what that signifies. It signifies transition from work to home, from, you know, Friday night around the fire pit. It looks good. It tastes good. If that is not the case for you, if it bothers you, don't do it. There is LaCroix and ginger beer and all these amazing options that are not. Yeah. I mean, there's a multitude of categories that range from, like you said, like, you know, uh, you've got your like sexier seltzer waters and tonics and you've got kombucha, which again can sort of um, blur into the, you know, low ABV lines, but you've got like better for you sodas like Olipop and Poppy, which are prebiotic sodas. So you don't have, if you want a soda, but you don't want a soda, you can have one of those. And I love ginger beer. Like I'm obsessed with Q mixers. I really love fever tree. I mean, there's a lot out there that's completely unrelated to anything that might be potentially triggering for someone, but for someone who is, you know, I call myself sober serious with a sober curious mindset Mm. because I love trying different things. I definitely don't drink at all. And I don't, I'm not reevaluating my relationship with alcohol because it's been a long time since I've been sober, but I love just trying new things out and seeing how I feel. And so I've kind of adopted that mindset with like CBD beverages, for instance, Mm -hmm. to see how I feel with those. And um, I'm not an expert, nor do I work for the FDA, but um, 
CBD beverages that do not have any THC are not intended to alter the mind in, in any sense like that. It's just more of a calming effect. And I read in an article somewhere that you'll know that CBD is working when if you don't have a panic attack, you're not having anxiety. Like it's, you're not supposed to feel anything different. You're just, it's like the absence of anxiety mm-hmm. rather than like a euphoria that you might get from THC in, yeah. in, in pot. Anyway, there are spirits, there are wines, beers. Well, let's talk about it. So let's just, so I have to say for me, I was a red wine girl right? Mm. That was my jam. I liked, you know, Northwest Syrahs, like the big reds. So when I went to non-alcoholic drinks, I went to beer first because I drank beer too, right? But Mm -hmm. it wasn't that similar to me. I also thought there was like zero good non-alcoholic red wine out there, which I want to dig into with you. So I went to beer first. Yeah. When you quit, there wasn't really much out there. And then I found groovy non-alcoholic Prosecco, like at one of my like awesome Seattle, she recovers gatherings. We were having a brunch and someone brought the groovy non-alcoholic Prosecco and we made mimosas. And literally I was sitting around and I had to check the bottle three times because (laughs) it tasted so much like Prosecco. I was like, are we sure this is not alcoholic? Because I was like, damn, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. What else? is out there. So on Zero Proof Nation, we're going to add the link, but you have a place at zeroproofnation.com forward slash NA dash Bebs. And you have beers and wines and spirits and mixers and shrubs and all the stuff. So like... (laughs) And it's never going to be a complete list because there's something new every day. And I am not AI. I am human. And I have to like do this by my own research. So let's start with red wines, right? I, I, okay. I'm hesitant about it because it was such my jam. Although I know that if yeah. there's no alcohol in it, that's the issue, not the taste yeah. of the glass. Yeah. I did try one from Groovy, their red blend, and I poured <laughs> it in a wine glass. And I got a little paranoid about like, that was my 13-year-old so... son would think that I was drinking wine again. And he knows I don't drink. So I was like, this is NAY. But I like had to, like I wanted to put it out there because it was yeah. like, but like red wine, what do you got? What do you love? When I was drinking, I used alcohol to calm my mind, to relieve anxiety and to sleep well at the end of a busy day. I didn't know that alcohol actually spiked my stress hormone, increased anxiety, and as little as one glass of wine a night reduced my sleep quality by 24%. I was really excited to find Tanasi, a better way to find calm, rest, relief, and to reduce inflammation. Tanasi creates the highest quality, scientifically validated CBD and hemp extract products. Tanasi's formula includes a unique combination of CBD and CBDA in every dose, which is two times more effective than just CBD alone. So if you want to create a sense of calm, to calm your mind, to relax before bed for a great night of sleep, try Tanasi. Tanasi's being really generous with our listeners. You can go to Tanasi.com and use code HELLO to get 25% off at checkout right now. That's T-A-N-A-S-I.com. 
to get 25% off your first order with the promo code HELLO and get ready to sleep well. Well, first of all, I was not a red wine person. Um, I didn't like room temperature wine. I was a white wine and rosé. I like chilled. Yeah. And so I I didn't, (laughs) I'm certainly not a red wine expert nor an NA red wine expert, but I can tell you there are a few brands out there that have done some really great wines and red, especially. So Groovy's Red Blend, I was kind of knocked off my socks. I was like, how is this NA? It actually is really, really good. Um, There's a brand called Bonafide 0.0 and they have amazing wines um, Sovi, I just have tried, um, and they have a actually made paella myself from scratch. And I had a glass of red wine from Sovi with it. And it was just the perfect. How do you, how do you spell Sovi? S-O-V-I. Okay. Okay. Um, it's at drink Sovi, I believe on Instagram. I know that there's sip clean, but they have a, they have a rosé and they have a white, Wine is is starting to become like NA wine is starting to become a real category, but for a long time there wasn't much, and there certainly wasn't much that was very good. And I um, emailed you yeah. like last week because I know you're the expert on this, and I had found Better Roads, which I had never yeah. heard of, and they have sort of like the wine club. And by the way, if this is triggering to anyone, like turn this shit off, like yeah. You don't offend us. It's okay. okay. You don't, you don't need to listen to this. If this is like tripping your brain in any way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I I don't want to mess with anyone. I just want to provide alternatives and options for people who are looking to get healthier and still want to socialize and will not, or may not be triggered by non-alcoholic beverage options. And it's possible. I'm, I'm, we're both sober super serious, but we, yeah. we drink NA. So, well, and for myself, like I had a barbecue for my birthday and I actually like, I'm a true fangirl of athletic brewing company beers. Like that's why <laughs> yeah, I, I know. like this shit is good. So most of my friends still drink. They're my friends from like long, long ago. And I had a whole cooler of NA any beer, any drinks for the barbecue. And I lined them up with little cups and I poured out all the different, like the stout and the upside, uh, you know, the, like, you know, run wild, all the ones and everybody tried it and they were like, Oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. So, you know, at Christmas and new year's, I have the groovy Prosecco or the bubbly Rose. We put it in the champagne glasses in my mind, it's the mm-hmm. alcohol that I don't want to consume because it starts yeah. me down the path of wanting to drink every night and getting drunk and blacking out yeah. and the hangovers oh. and all the crap. But like you can have a gorgeous drink in a beautiful bottle that is non-alcoholic that you're going to be mm-hmm. like, I don't need, you know, in my mind, it's the same as going to dinner and like ordering a salad instead of a burger because you don't eat meat or ordering a veggie burger instead of a meat mm-hmm. burger because you don't eat meat, right? It's, it's a healthy substitution. Yeah. It's not the biggest deal in the world. So the reason I mentioned uh, Better Roads because they actually had a sort of red wine flight or three or four bottles that you could have sent to you. And I was just like, oh, I want to try that. But then I was like, is this for real? You know? What were, what were some of the brands that they had? 
Um, I will look it up. Hit me with you. them right now and I'll tell you if I've had them and or what I think of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and by the way, I can't be, in, in my mind, I can't be an ambassador of any brand officially, only an unofficial like ambassador because I have to, I support them all. And I actually, I love athletics to pieces. I did apply to be an ambassador because, you know, with, with athletic, it's also about athleticism and, and they wanted to know like what your sport of choice was. And I, you know, as a sort of roller derby girl, I, I talked a lot about roller derby and my experience with that and I got accepted, but then I was like, Oh, I but can't then, promote the other ones, right? But then in the fine print, it was like, well, you can't promote the other ones. And I completely understand it and respect where they're coming from. So, it, but at the same time, I have to respect where I'm coming from, which is yeah. someone who wants to elevate all of the brands. Yes. Maybe not every single brand out there, but m- so many of them. And I can't do that if I'm just speaking on behalf of one. Completely. Okay. Um, so they have a better ro- reds package that's better reds. Okay. Very rep. Ariel, A R I E L. I tried it at Total Wine. Pray, oh, okay. um, Vin. All right, I'm. It was actually given a bad rap. It's better than it's better than I would have imagined. F R E free yeah. or Frey, whatever. Free. It's much much better than I thought it would be. Maybe not the best, but it's pretty darn good. All right, I'm not hearing love from you, so let's go to your faves. So well, we I, I, so I think red. I told you, yeah. So my my faves in general. Well, if Tell you want red for anything yeah. that are your faves, okay. Although if you do want red, I would try Sovi. Okay. Or, or Bonafide. Never know how to pronounce it. Bonafide zero point zero. Those are O N A F I D E. So we'll put those in the links to the show notes. Sure. Yeah. If you're if you're into wine, especially red wine, you can try those and the groovy red blend for sure. So some of my, oh my God, like, where do I even start? You mentioned uh, the groovy Prosecco, which is really good. But if you wanted like a champagne feel for a wedding or a New Year's toast, or just like, because you want to on a weekend or weeknight, um, Naughty, alcohol-free, Naughty AF is so, so good. It is kind of unreal how good it is. Um, I have been, I love ginger beer so, so much. I actually found that gin, the Q Mixers ginger ale tastes better than the ginger beer. It's actually got more of a bite and it's less uh, caloric than the ginger beer. And I love just making like a ginger beer, lime, like a basic mule without any kind of spirit. Yeah. But I also love spirits. So I'm a big Liars fan, like huge Liars fan, L-Y-R-E-S. Um, but I've got, I mean just a massive amount of spirits I've been trying. Um, you know, if you wanted to, to, to make a margarita, you could use, um, you could use ritual tequila or free spirits, tequila, Sobria, a Canadian brand just came out with a tequila that, that I'm going to try soon. I really love like shrubs and syrups to just add to my soda stream water and just like make an instant, an instant drink that is delicious and fresh and isn't complicated. So like I'm, I can get creative in the kitchen, but sometimes I just want something simple. And if you want to go really simple, um, there are tons of ready to drink options, just like canned cocktails or beers or canned wines. And are Um, all these things truly alcohol free? I mean, I know there's the 0.5, which is 
the so, same as like in bread and banana. Right. And the some are 0.0 and I think groovy is a true 0.0 brand. It is. And there are a few out there. 0.0. So there they're are out, few there. out there. So I would, and if you are into 0.0 beer, I think hairless dog is the only 0.0 beer. Although Heineken um, has one too. You're right. Heineken 0.0. But uh, again, 0.5% ABV. <laughs> I will admit something to you. Like in the first six months of trying NA beer, um, I, I actually poured quite a few down the sink because I saw the 0.5 ABV and got really scared. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't educated enough to know, um, or rather I hadn't educated myself enough to know uh, that that percentage of alcohol is the same as in many foods. Yeah. And uh, you would have to have like a case maybe of NA beer to even get any kind of quote unquote tipsy feeling. But if you're drinking NA beer to get tipsy, that might indicate an <laughs> issue. Um, and that's a different, that's a different podcast, a different story for a different day. Um, Honestly, I love, I love so much. Um, in terms of our friends, athletic Cerveza Athletica is my favorite. Um, I love all of their pilot brews. I just ordered the layered, um, superfood blend. It's kind of like, um, almost like a Coke it's coconut and pineapple and mango. It's like sort of a sour, but it's got more like hoppiness and weight to it. I, it's delicious. Um, <laughs> I'm just I've looking at my bar cart. That's where I'm looking over there. I'm like, ooh, what's that? What's that? What's that? I've so I've heard of people have told me about Lagunitas Lagunitas Poppy Refresher. What's oh my that like? Okay. Now that is totally 0.0. That is just that's hopped water. And another hopped water brand is Hops H2OPS water, um, which I also recommend. But Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher is essentially just like a hopped seltzer water with some citric acid or lime or something. But it is, it's kind of like one of the best things ever. It's so good. Lagunitas did just come out with an IPNA, like or an IPA. They call it IPNA. Um, IPAs aren't my favorite. Um, I do love hops. So it's ironic. I don't understand why I like hops, but I don't really like IPAs. But if you are interested in uh, something kind of completely out there, which is hopped tea, um, brewing tea like craft beer, I highly recommend hop tea, which is a pretty simple name to remember. Um, and that's completely alcohol free. I mean, yeah, not a trace. Um, sometimes it's just the occasion, like if yeah. if sometimes the occasion calls for something fancier and there's something fancier. If, um, and I, I don't have like any beer, or any wine every night, but I have so many different beverage options here that in my apartment that, um, well, and here, like when women are, when women are stopping drinking, one of the things that I always recommend, and it doesn't matter if it's NA or it's ginger beer or it's LaCroix or it's whatever grapefruit, sparkling grapefruit, for us, when we're used to drinking, like, I don't know about you, but for me, like more is more. I don't want to feel deprived. And, you know, I want to open my fridge and see like, oh my God, I've got 15 different options of things I could try. <laughs> like I feel yeah. curious and excited and like, this is a new cool thing. So I really encourage people to try a bunch of different NA drinks because you don't want to give up your beverage of choice. And, and sit down to practice. dinner or go to a party and be like, all right, so I got water. You know, yeah. you're not a 16 year old who's grounded and lost your 
privilege, right? You're just experimenting and trying a whole new universe of cool things that are out there that don't include alcohol. Absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, what I love most about the NA beverage movement is that it's giving us flavor, it's giving us depth, it's giving us the ritual, and it's taking away the negative consequences. And there are so many reasons why I'm glad I don't drink alcohol anymore. But the biggest one is not having hangovers. I used to I used to waste days feeling wretched physically and psychologically. I mean, apologizing to people for things I did and then learning about things I did that I didn't remember and having to apologize for those and just like spending all day, like uh, hugging the porcelain God. Oh my God, me too. I'm right there with you. Awful feelings of everything. And I don't have to, like, I don't have to do that anymore. I get to, to live differently. And I want to just show people that you know, whatever it is that you find is your beverage of choice, whether that is water, which is totally fine, um, seltzer water or an assortment of NA beverages, like you can have a beautiful life without alcohol mm-hmm. and you don't have to sacrifice having fun. You can do so many different things. Karaoke is given this, this rap where, um, you have to be pretty slosh to get me to sing like you're yeah. not right. And so like, I've always been the sober karaoke girl because I've been sober so long and I love karaoke. Um, I've done it drunk a couple of times, but I've done it sober way more. And I did this thing earlier in the pandemic called Soberoki. Essentially, um, virtual karaoke um, that was sort of sponsored by a different NA beverage brand each time. And people would get to learn a little bit from the founder, try some with a, with a great promo code and, um, and then sing without, you know, I mean, I didn't tell people that they couldn't drink alcohol on camera, but I, I asked that they, that they not have it like in eyesight for people who are trying to, you know, not have it, but I'm not going to like reach into the camera and tell people what you can or can't do. But I just wanted to basically like shatter the, the association of karaoke and alcohol and they don't have to go together. And it's just, it's interesting to, with that sober curious mindset, like, let me go to a concert. Well, again, COVID safe, like make sure you're safe and everything, but like, let me go to a concert and have something without alcohol in it. And, and good luck finding you know, a drink at a venue that doesn't have alcohol and is good because that's the next frontier. It's getting venues on board. There are a lot of bars that have some really great zero proof options, but venues like concert venues, yeah, and like clubs and all that, that's, yeah. that's kind of the next frontier and, and we're not there yet um, by a long shot. And I definitely want to like advocate for that because like, I love going to music shows so much. And normally I don't like to drink a lot of anything because I don't want to have to leave my spot and go to the bathroom. But I feel like people should be able to have something besides water if they want to and without alcohol or like lemonade or diet Coke, which are all good. Or Right. And yeah, those are fine, but like, come on. (laughs) One of my, so I remember, um, going to, I, I love live music too. And I went to this, I live in Seattle, this like dive bar with live music. That's amazing in Seattle and Ballard, the tractor tavern and had gone there when I was drinking, when I was 25 and 28 and 32. And my husband and I went back 
And they, on their big, um, you know, chalkboard had NA beverages and a no huge way. selection right next no to way. And I was just like, dude, this is the coolest. I loved it. Now, was- when you see that in, in real life, like in the wild, do you ever take photos of like yeah. where, where you, yeah, I think, or when you go to a restaurant and they have their like okay. NA mixers? I and it is changing. And so I hope if someone's listening to this, Hi there. If you're listening to this episode and have been trying to take a break from drinking, but keep starting and stopping and starting again, I want to invite you to take a look at my on-demand coaching course, the Sobriety Starter Kit. The Sobriety Starter Kit is an online self-study sober coaching course that will help you quit drinking and build a life you love without alcohol, without white knuckling it, or hating the process. The course includes the exact step-by-step coaching framework I work through with my private coaching clients, but at a much more affordable price than one-on-one coaching. And the Sobriety Starter Kit is ready, waiting, and available to support you anytime you need it. And when it fits into your schedule, you don't need to work your life around group meetings, or classes at a specific day or time. This course is not a 30-day challenge or a a one-day-at-a-time approach. Instead, it's a step-by-step formula for changing your relationship with alcohol. The course will help you turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You will sleep better and have more energy You'll look better and feel better. You'll have more patience and less anxiety. And with my approach, you won't feel deprived or isolated in the process. So if you're interested in learning more about all the details, please go to www.sobrietystarterkit.com. You can start at any time, and I would love to see you in the course. these drinks are cool. They are interesting. You can talk to your friends who still drink alcohol about these and be like, God, you've got to try this new well-being brewing. Like this is cool. Try the Lagunitas hoppy, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like it's not about deprivation. It's, it's not about like taking something away from someone, even though it might feel like that in the beginning, it's, it's really giving you more, I think now is honestly the perfect time to try out the world of NA and figure out, you know, like figure out a life that doesn't, that doesn't revolve around alcohol. Um, It doesn't drag you down physically, mentally, emotionally, like it's fun. The one thing I wanted to mention, and I am not a big calorie girl, but I know it's a, it's a concern or it's something people care about a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I see on your list, partake brewing. That's another Mm -hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. They have beers that literally are 10 calories. Like that's no water. Yeah. They do. Uh, most of their beers are 10 or 15. They have a blonde that's 15. They have an IPA that's 10 calories. Do they taste like anything? I've, yeah, I've had a, I've had a it, stout, but I don't think no, the stout I like Partake. Like Athletic's okay. my favorite, Partake's my second. Okay. And, um, but 
my husband's beer, like we'll sit out in the yard in Saturday afternoon. He's got his beer. I've got my NA beer. His is 190 calories minus 10. And like, <laughs> well, yours is the extreme because most, yeah, like most have some more calories. Well, athletics, like-, like 50 calories for the upside dawn and then 70 for run wild. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely under a hundred for sure. Yeah. So just to say, like, it can also just be a great choice for whatever your goals are, you know? That's a, that's a really great point. Um, absolutely. And one thing to be mindful of, though, with, with you know, if you're if you're really getting into the, the non-alcoholic beverage scene is that there are some drinks that are higher in calories, that are higher in sugar. And um, just because it's taking away the alcohol doesn't necessarily mean that drinking a bunch of them are going to be super healthy for you. So. I say everything in moderation except for alcohol and drugs, you know, have a couple of NA beers, but don't like try to have a six pack or, you know, don't have a whole bottle of, of non-alcoholic wine because I think, I mean, even though you could, right. uh, I think the whole point of these NA beverages are to drink them differently than we drank alcohol. To like actually enjoy the taste for the first time. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I'm going to have to try some partake again. I've had their stout, which I really liked. I know that's not a 10 or 15 calorie kind of beer. One of my other brand, favorite brands is higher in calories. So I have to, you know, treat myself when I have it, but well-being brewing tends to be higher in calories. But is but it really good? I've heard of it. Well, I love their um, coffee cream stout because I'm obsessed with anything that has coffee in it. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's a good winter beer. So I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy some this winter, but again, like everything's not made equally. So yeah. you have to figure out what works for you and maybe, you know, split a beer. Well, you let's be clear. Alcohol has a ton of calories in it and is really bad yeah. for your metabolism. So yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it's certainly, it's certainly better to have a high calorie, non-alcoholic beverage yeah. than it is to have an alcoholic beverage. And you get to, you know, make your own choices. (laughs) So I have to say that I am not great at creating mocktails. Like I was never Mm. a mixed drink girl. Um, I love non-alcoholic mojitos. I call them Mm -hmm. mojitos. Mm -hmm. Whenever I go to like a restaurant, that's usually what I order or a bar if they don't have an NA beer I like. But talk to me about spirits and mixers Mm -hmm. and shrubs and syrups because I know nothing. Okay. First of all, and no offense to the word out there, but I do not like the word mocktail. I don't use it in my personal vocabulary. (laughs) I use zero proof cocktail or spirit free cocktail or just like like that. I like that. Mocktail is is really good shorthand if you're in a pinch because some people just don't understand what the other things mean. But it really, to me, signifies kitty table drinks and or mock at its at its core means to like mock something to make fun of something and most of these I like zero proof mocktail I like that right right I'm not hating on anyone who uses mocktail but I think in order to propel ourselves forward into something new we've got to start with new language and, yeah. and and try new things but to the point about spirits and mixers um so some of you listening may or may not have heard of some of the bigger brands out there like Liars, like Ritual Zero Proof. There's Free Spirits or, or uh, yeah, Free Spirits. There's some others out there um, that 
really interesting and different than anything I've ever tried, like Ganista, which is a Swedish brand. And it's really meant to be more of like a habit on its own kind of thing instead of mix it into a drink. Hella Cocktail Company, which leads me to sort of my next point, which is that I love bitters and soda. Mm. Bitters, Bitters are high in alcohol content. But they're intended to only, you're only intended to have a splash or two in a drink, um, which adds more depth of flavor. You're not supposed to pour the whole thing in because it's, it's potent. It's just like vanilla extract, which I didn't use in cooking for years, honestly. Now I buy regular vanilla extract because I'm only using it in cooking. I'm not trying to like drink a bottle. (laughs) But um, I love Liars so much. It's completely non-alcoholic. Um, they have that is L-Y-R-E-S. It's like the, it's um, named after a liar bird, which is apparently, um, they call it the world's uh, greatest mimic, but it's a bird in Australia that no joke can like literally imitate any sound they hear, including like jackhammers and cell phone rings and anything like that. So this brand is Australian and, um, and they make, you know, the world's greatest quote unquote mimics of alcoholic spirits. Um, but I mean, they've got a range from like aperitifs and rums to absinthe. I mean, they have a coffee, uh, kind of like a Kahlua alternative. I mean, I love liars and I, sometimes I'm really basic and just, It's it's 0.0 and it's got this coffee Kahlua alternative. So do you just put it with milk and like, that's your, you, you, you could, but I actually make coffee sodas. Um, I just like, I'm, I'm very basic when it comes to making drinks. Um, and I just sometimes put a spirit in with, um, with seltzer water, maybe put like, um, a splash of lime if it's, if it's called for or some sort of herb, but I don't. I don't get too complicated and I love, I love shrubs and, um, and other types of syrups because they can just jazz up some seltzer water. Um, what I'm drinking right now actually is I have a bitters and soda, which is completely, this one was completely, uh, calorie free. So when I first had it, I was like, yikes, that's so bitter. It's the bitter housewife. Is it literally called the bitter housewife? Yeah. Yeah. So I added a a bit of a syrup from a Washington DC brand called Pratt standard, which is, um, like a, it's, they call it, um, like a true tonic or or some sort of tonic syrup. Um, so it's got that, like, it does have some bitterness, but it's mostly, um, got some sweetness to it because I needed to cut the straight up, like a hundred percent bitter experience. But the thing that I love about bitters so much is that it's really good for digestion. And, um, so is ginger. So I, I mean, I love, I love anything with ginger. Honestly, like, I don't even know. There's just so many out there. And what I recommend people do is like, if they had a favorite drink when they were drinking that they want to try the non-alcoholic version of, and are fairly confident that they won't feel triggered by it, then to try the non-alcoholic version of that, um, spirit. And, you know, I have multiple brands that I'm just, you know, it's not, yeah. Everything listed that I have isn't isn't necessarily an endorsement, but there are some brands out there that I won't include on any of my categories because of some reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but most of them out there I've either tried or have heard things about or, you know, are just like reputable, but yeah. I haven't 
happy to try. Well, so what's interesting is I'm looking at your website and again, it's zeroproofnation.com and then the NA Bev's page. And for spirits, the bottles are beautiful, right? Yeah, right. Looking at seed lip and ritual zero proof and liars. And I think that again, and I was talking to Bill from Athletic Brewing Company, it's like a drink that tastes good and also looks good, right? You're not at the kiddie table. It can be beautiful and sophisticated and interesting and a ritual just without the alcohol, which is so much healthier for you. And yeah. you can still have all the things that you love about having a happy hour without the negatives. And it really does take away that feeling of deprivation. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you aren't triggered by this, go have fun. And you can just yeah. make sure, just make sure, because I've had clients say they went and they bought all this NA stuff and then they realized that one of them was alcoholic. So they got rid of it and like threw it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, do check, right? That matters. Do your due diligence. But um, they're like at Total Wine, for instance, if you're not triggered by going to the wine store, there's a full non alcoholic uh, aisle out there. But if you would rather order from home because it feels safer that way for, you know, COVID reasons and for not being triggered reasons, um, there are so many brands out there that are doing cool things that are, you know, like, just find something that works for you. And for yeah, I actually else. don't go into Total Wine. I don't know why. I'm sure I'm yeah. fine at almost six years, but I just don't. But I order everything. At most, years. most of yeah. these sites have free shipping. So I just have it delivered. Yeah, many of them. Many of them do. Um, athletic is great because it's always free. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I've never paid for shipping with if Athletic. You order two six packs. It's oh. free. Yeah, like who just orders one? Yeah, I know. And I always like tell my I husband. I always order two. I always tell my husband, I'm like, oh, I've saved. I have my little, um, I'm done drinking app. And it tells you your days, but it also tells you all the bottles not consumed and all the money you've saved. And my every time I talk about it, my husband's like, yeah, and I don't you know really saved. saved all that money. And I was like, I have saved that money on poisoning myself. Yes, yes. And now you get to treat yourself, right? No, I totally get it. Um, you know, it's like where we are with the hospitality industry now and and just the wellness world. And um, I would say post-pandemic, but we're kind of still in it, which is allowing for these more honest conversations between people. Um, it just reminded me like of a wedding that I was invited to a few years ago. I, I asked if there would be some sort of non-alcoholic cocktail or beverage because they had it was in Kentucky in Louisville. So there was, you know, the bourbon mule and all of that. And um, and I told the bartender specifically, I was like, I want the non-alcoholic version. I am in recovery. I didn't say I don't say that all the time, but sometimes I just need to make sure that it's clear to yeah. someone. And I usually say it, I don't drink alcohol. So right. just be like, hey, I want this non-alcoholic. I don't drink alcohol. And, and that my language, be, yeah, my language has changed yeah. since then. But for but the point was that I told her to not put alcohol in it and she yeah. didn't hear me or whatever and made um made me the regular mule. And at that point, I think it was like nine or 10 years sober. So in the beginning of my sobriety, I would have people try drinks for me yeah. to make sure yeah. that they didn't have alcohol. Like I was very untrusting of bartenders because I thought that they would never hear me say like, please don't put any alcohol in it. 
I didn't want to be triggered by anything, but at nine or 10 years, I was like, she heard me. It's fine. I took a big old gulp of it. Yeah. And yeah. I felt the burn down my throat. It was a hundred percent the regular mule. And I got really scared for a second. Yeah. Like, did I just fuck up my whole sobriety? Cause I had like a pretty massive sip. Like, do I restart my day count or whatever? And then I realized um, it, I was in a panic for about 20 minutes because it was very triggering, actually. Like, I wasn't about to finish the whole thing. I gave it to someone else. But I was like, fuck, what did I just do? It wasn't my fault. Well, because you I felt- care about being alcohol-free, right? The right. fact that you quit drinking is an important part of your identity. and Right. You know, and it I just felt that. like I, I cheated somehow, but I didn't mean to. And even though, like, whatever I'll say about the 12-step program, I'll, whatever, but, like, my old sponsor used to say, it's all about intention. And if you accidentally have some alcohol and there's some situations where it might happen, but you didn't mean to, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah, like, let it go. Just let it roll off. Let it, let it slide off. And yeah. I remembered that, which was actually very helpful and um, realized that it, you know, it was totally fine. I was fine. I didn't have to restart anything, whatever, yeah. but, but it just goes to show you that um, how important it is to have clear cut options for people and for on the other end of the spectrum, like to have the, the, the people working in hospitality more educated yes. about non-alcoholic because there might be people who abstain for medical reasons and it could be very, very dangerous for them to try or to have any alcohol for whatever reason. So um, I think we're, we're in an exciting time. There's more conversation around this. There's, you know, from the personal level of people um, trying out sobriety, seeing if it works for them or trying out non-alcoholic beverages and seeing if they even want to go quote unquote have disease, um, you know, switch off between alcohol and non-alcoholic, whatever may work for them. And, and growing into a larger movement of hospitality catching on and, and having options for people that aren't in tiny print on the back, like by the kitty section. Yeah. Um, we're, we still have a long ways to go, but we like, we're much closer. Yeah. It's, it's really exciting to be completely alcohol free. Cause you know, you're not going to be first community around it. There really is yeah. of just really cool people. Like I'm always like X drinkers are the coolest people I know because one, <laughs> they're super fun and you know, they like to party and have fun and do yeah. all this stuff, but they've also done a lot of really good self-awareness and self-actualization yeah. and work. Like they're, yeah. they, you know, they've gone deep and they're honest and vulnerable and cool and fun. Like they're my favorite. Yeah. Oh, yay. Well, um, I, I tend to agree that like, there's, there's usually a reason like a, and not just like a flippant reason why someone would consider drinking less or not drinking at all. And um, I found that being completely alcohol free makes me more the life of the party than, than I thought I was. I mean, I thought I was a big deal, like all that and bag of chips, but yeah, I was a mess. I was such a mess. So I'm and way in the early days, you're, you're nervous. You're not sure what people would think. You're not sure you want to say it out loud. Cause you're not sure. Oh, like what if yeah. I my mind? But I mean like, it, but when I was I drinking, I was a, a, a oh, total yeah. mess and I'm way more fun now. Yeah. But way as you go on, like, I'm not embarrassed at all. Like I go out, you know, go out in New York with friends from my old, when I worked in corporate and they'd be like, Oh, what do you want to drink? And I'd be like, Oh, actually I quit drinking alcohol. So I'm going to have this. And they're like, really? Oh, yeah. Geez, how long ago yeah. you quit? Like, I'm just like fully. There's a lot of shame around it. it. 
Yeah. And like, I have interesting conversations with people and I only tell them what I feel like, like, oh yeah, actually, like I did quit and I feel so much better or it's really cool or whatever. Yeah. You can, you can tell as much or as little as you want. Totally. And, and I agree, Casey, my, um, my confidence around it has grown. I don't, I don't have to say things like in recovery anymore. If I don't want to, I can just be like, I don't drink, but I like to say like, I'm a booze free babe. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah why not? Fun. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's much less embarrassing or stigmatizing to not be a drinker. And I think we've like, this is just a really exciting time. I mean, yeah. I could talk about it all day, but sometimes I do get tired. Of talking about it. Well, the one thing I would say is like, what's cool is, so I'm in Seattle, Washington. We've got a really cool, active, she recovers sort of group mm. here in Seattle. And someone posted on our, our Facebook group recently, like, Hey, Sands Bar. And I know, you know, Chris, Chris yeah, for sure. And dry sodas out. from uh, Seattle. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So like, a couple years ago, they had sort of a pop-up Sands Bar alcohol-free cocktail night that I went to with a bunch of friends. And someone posted just three days ago that they're coming on January 15th. And I swear to God, like 30 of us are like, oh, I can't wait to go. Let's hang out. That'll be awesome. We're like, they're going to need to find a bigger venue for this Seattle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited for you. I love, um, I, I partnered with Chris on the DC Sandsbar DC. Um, we did that. We popped up three times between um, 2019 and one in 2020, 2018, 2019, and then January of 2020. And the first one, like we had a pretty good turnout, but people were kind of unsure of like, what is this? Like, what is this? Um, and now people, I mean, in, in, the, in the span of like two, two and a half years, we've seen such a major shift in the way people are talking about socializing and people are talking about drinking. And I mean, you can look on any, any article these days, like there's, there's just so much about the non-alcoholic beverage scene and about what it means for socialization and hospitality and authentic connection. And um, now it's like booze-free bar. Maybe some people might think, okay, that's a little weird, but many people are like, that's amazing. And I will say that even though I love the booze-free bar concept and I absolutely go to them whenever I can, um, I think the the real sort of future of hospitality is the hybrid mix of, you know, serving alcohol, but also serving a robust um, mix of non-alcoholic beverages so that no matter who you are, you can, you can socialize and have a good time. And I think the, the places, the venues that really adopt like a true sort of equal stance on, on alcohol and non-alcohol aren't necessarily going to attract people who just want to get sloshed. They're going to attract more mindful drinkers, whether or not they drink alcohol or not, they're just going to be more mindful of their consumption. And I think that's probably where things are going to be heading, but I absolutely a hundred percent will go to any booze free bar that is offered to me. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's fun. And you know, you know, you don't have to worry about it, you know, like-minded people and, and want to support them. I always want to support them. Um, but this has been awesome. So I want to get all the information from you for the show notes in case anyone wants more information on all of Laura's recommendations. 
I, of course, will link to zeroproofnation.com or you can go there and just check out everything. But I'm hoping that this episode has given you some new inspiration, some new ideas, some new curiosity around drinks that you can enjoy with friends and with parties and over the holidays without feeling in any way deprived or less than like this can be cool. Go enjoy it. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And if anyone has any questions or wants to connect and just make a new friend or again, learn some recommendations, I'm happy to, happy to connect with you. So send so me a where message. Where are you on the socials or what's on the, the socials? Well, I mean, you're going to put it all in the show notes anyway. Right. But, yeah. um, you can, you can find me in a, in a few different places. Instagram is really the best place to start. So Zero Proof Nation, if you're looking for um, those non-alcoholic beverages and um, uh, and then people in the industry that are doing cool things at Zero Proof Nation. If you're in the D.C. area or ever traveling to D.C., um, and that includes Maryland and Virginia, uh, at Booze Free in D.C., you can find me there. And then there, you know, the whole Lincoln bio situation to all of the relevant things. And then my personal one where I get like really deep with mental health stuff and vulnerability, that's at We Are Sober. That was the original. And um, yeah, just find me on on the gram. I'll be there. <laughs> awesome. Well, I love it. And I mentioned that my mom lives right outside DC and I, I yeah. lived there for many years. So when I go back there, I absolutely want to get together. And if I ever come out to Seattle, I mean, it, it yeah. is on the bucket list of places to go in the States. I would love to I would love yeah, to visit. We have a great group here, so we should definitely awesome. get together. So cool. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Thank you for having me, Casey. And thank you, everyone else. Hi there. If you are listening to this podcast, I'm betting you've been going back and forth for a while now on whether or not you should stop drinking. And I want you to raise your hand if you've had any one of these thoughts, you might have been thinking, I'm not that bad. I actually don't want to stop drinking completely. I just want to drink like a normal person. Or maybe you come home after work and you think, I know I shouldn't drink tonight, but I literally can't relax or have fun without it. It's really common to say, I've tried to take a break from drinking before but it's just too hard. I always give up anyway. So what's the point in trying again? Or here's one I hear all the time from women. Everyone I know drinks. If I stop drinking, I will be bored or I'll be boring. I'll have no fun. I'll never be invited anywhere. I'll just sit home and be miserable. Or maybe you can insert whatever your reason is there. So is your hand up? If it is, that is totally okay. And that's because taking a break from drinking and changing your relationship with alcohol, this shit is hard. And that's why I'm really pumped to invite you to my completely free 60-minute masterclass, The Five Secrets to Successfully Take a Break from Drinking Even If You've Tried and You've Failed in the Past. After you take this free class, you'll realize why what you've been doing up until now hasn't been working and what to do instead. We're going to cover all the juicy topics, including what questions you need to stop asking yourself 
because they're setting you up for self-sabotage, not for success. We're going to talk about exactly what you need to do differently so you can stop the exhausting cycle of stopping drinking and then saying, screw it and starting again. And we're going to talk about the real reasons you haven't been successful. And I'm betting they're not what you think they are. And this isn't surface level stuff. I am handing over the strategies and the mindset shifts I go through every day with my private coaching clients. If you're listening to this podcast, I really encourage you to take a moment and sign up for this completely free masterclass. It will help you on your journey to drink less and live more to feeling better. So if you want to save your spot, go to hello someday coaching.com forward slash class while the class is still available. And I really hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hello Someday podcast. If you're interested in learning more about me, the work I do, and access free resources and guides to help you build a life you love without alcohol, please visit hellosomedaycoaching.com. And I would be so grateful if you would take a few minutes to rate and review this podcast so that more women can find it and join the conversation about drinking less and living more. I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how to's for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.